I remember all these people showing up at the house, not to mention at the service, who came up to me and talked about remembering me whenever I was little and a baby, all these memories, telling me how much they loved Pat. I just knew him as Papa. I was like, who's Pat? Uh, and I remember going up to my grandmother uh, when things were kind of at a lull and sitting next to her and saying, who are these people? Because it was some of his sisters that I had not seen in years or distant relatives I hadn't seen in a long time. And I just remember vividly sitting with her and saying, who are these people? And what she told me was, these are people who have gathered around the memory of Papa, who are here because they loved him and he loved them. And I, I, was, I was still, I still to this day, am a little bit dumbfounded by it because there was no one who worshipped him and wanted to be next to him more than I did. And so I spent a lot of my time around him. And yet, to think that there were parts of his life that I was actually not a part of was just to my 12-year-old mind. It's like, who are these people? Why, why do they love him so much? They don't know who he is. But now looking back on it and thinking about what that moment was when he died and what happened with all of these people, uh, I look at these kinds of things differently than ever before. We've been talking about these beautiful little phrases of forgiveness going into this summer that are in the earliest writings of Scripture. Well, today, as we give thanks to God for our loved ones here at Bering who've died over the past couple of years, we're going to pre proclaim another beautiful little phrase from the early parts of Scripture that actually only shows up in the early parts of Scripture. This beautiful little phrase only appears in Torah, in the Pentateuch, in the first five books of the Bible. Here's the first mention. This is Genesis 25, 8. Then Abraham breathed his last and died at a good old age, an old man and full of years, and he was gathered to his people. Then at the end of Genesis when Jacob dies, a little bit more from chapter 49. All these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is what their father said to them when he blessed them, giving each of them the blessing appropriate to him. Then he gave them these instructions. I am about to be gathered to my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave of the field of Ephron the Hittite, the cave in the field of Machpelah near Mamre at Canaan, which Abraham bought along with the field as a burial place from Ephron the Hittite. There Abraham and his wife Sarah were buried. There Isaac and his wife Rebekah were buried. And there I buried Leah. The field and the cave in it were bought from the Hittites. When Jacob 
had finished giving instructions to his sons. He drew his feet up into the bed, breathed his last, and was gathered to his people. And then the last mention. In Deuteronomy 32, towards the end of Torah, there on the mountain that you have climbed, you will die and you will be gathered to your people, just as your brother Aaron died on Mount Hor and was gathered to his people. There on the edge of the promised land is the last time the followers of God used the phrase, gathered to your people. And I don't for the life of me know why. Why didn't they keep using that? It, it is such a great way to talk about a community saying when someone passes on, they're going to be gathered to their people. And what if there's something to be said for that? That the last time this phrase is used in the history of God's people is when they slash we are right on the edge of going into some next big thing. I mean, what if God has something better planned for us? Just like we proclaimed last week out of Hebrews 13. What if God has something better planned for us? What if for us today, as we are prayerfully towards the end of the worst part of this pandemic, what if for us today we can gather our loved ones gather them to their people as even if we don't know it, we may be entering some new promised land, a place of God's presence. Abraham, Jacob, Aaron gathered to their people. And just like our spiritual ancestors of old, so too our loved ones today we give thanks to God for today. And what if we are at a similar place? I seriously doubt that Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, even when God told them about promised land and moving forward and continuing in faith, I kind of doubt that they fully understood the weight of what they were a part of. What if we're at that same kind of place? We don't know. But if we are, this is a good day to give thanks to God today. And today is a day when our loved ones will be gathered to their people.